Welcome to Freedom to Retire with Jim Cipriotti, powered by Retire Ready Financial Group. You got to be prepared. If you're not prepared and you have too much risk, you may make some adverse choices. And so you need to have a plan because the downturns are going to happen. Jim Cipriotti has been helping people in the greater Philadelphia and South New Jersey areas reach their retirement goals for over two decades. We just want to make sure we're not too aggressive, not too conservative either. We want that nice mix. And that's what I help my clients with every single day. Now, Freedom to Retire. Tire. Talk about the new inflation number, 9.1%, which is another 40-year high. So, yeah, the question becomes, how much of an interest rate hike will we see at the end of the month? They, you know, they, they've been doing this to counteract the inflation. Analyst Kenny Polcari tells Fox Business the Fed should stay aggressive at the next meeting. I think it seals the deal that the Fed needs to be as aggressive as they said they're going to be and raise rates 75 basis points come July, right? So I think that's why, once again, you're seeing pressure on the market. So we'll see that, you know, at the end of the month, if you're in full, if you're in retirement, inflation means higher prices on gas and groceries, even when you're working still, it means higher prices on that. But uh, in, in retirement, you cut back on the fun to be able to afford the necessities. So <laughs> let's talk about the people that are in that red zone that are three to five years away from retirement. How do you plan so that they maybe don't have to do that? Yeah, Kristen, and we've been saying this for a while here on the show now that inflation is here and it's here to stay, uh, at least for a little bit, probably well into 2023. Three. Mm-hmm. As much as I wish, you know, it would just go away, but uh, it yeah, looks like we're, we we're not not heading that way. Uh, and most of the analysts do believe that uh, if the Fed, Fed continues to aggressively raise interest rates, um, that it will, you know, kind of speed up the the healing process, kind of kind of like ripping the bandaid off quickly, mm-hmm. just get it over with. Um, as opposed to just a slow, drawn-out period of, uh, of inflation where the Fed just modestly uh, raises interest rates, causing inflation to just like, linger around for a few years. No one wants that. Um, but high inflation is definitely going to have a ripple-down effect, uh, especially for the folks who are a couple of years away from retirement, like we've been saying. Uh, we're going to see it hit the real estate market real soon. I mean, housing prices are definitely beginning to cool off a bit. Yep. Um, and they're going to continue to really pump the brakes on those prices as interest rates continue to, to rise because the mortgage payments are going to be higher. This is also going to slow down, uh, you know, these retirees in purchasing their, their dream retirement home because of those higher mortgage payments. Um, <clears throat> and to make matters worse, the Fed uh, is going to continue to raise uh, these interest rates. So the, the value of our investments, like our mutual funds and 401ks, those balances tend to shrink because um, you have both stocks and bonds um, being negatively impacted yep. as rates go up, Chris. The double threat there. Do you remember? Uh, well, of course you do. But uh, the listeners out there may recall at the end of last year, uh, I think the Fed was calling the inflation rate then uh, as transitory, meaning it wasn't going to be around for, for a yeah. long time. And, and I think their goal at the beginning of the year, they said, you know, by the end of 2022, we're going to try to get it back down to normal, to, to quote unquote normal, you know, that, that three, three and a half percent rate. And other people out there, and I believe you were as well, saying it was almost as likely that we were going to see double-digit inflation before the end of the year. So here we are, halfway through, yeah. 9.1%. I think we're closer to that, unfortunately, and I, I don't you know, and I don't think you want to be right about this either, closer to that double-digit than we are to that 3 point, uh, you know, that 3% interest or inflation rate. So uh, it's going to be here to stay, I think, not, not necessarily transitory. So yeah, they were sugarcoating the, the you-know-what out of that one, uh, over the past several months. But look, the strongest point that I'd like to make today, Chris, is that is that people who are close to retirement mm-hmm. and those really newly retired the past couple of years, just newly retired, 
um, we, you know, just know that we're nowhere out of the woods just yet. So yep. if you're if you're analyzing your retirement um, based on your account balances that you had back in December and January of earlier this year, um, and you were thinking to yourself back then, yeah, you know what, I can retire off of these balances. Uh, you know, I, I built up a nice amount. Uh, but now you're looking at your balances, which might be 25% or more lower. Um, it might be a good time to reconsider your strategy because uh, you may have too much risk in your retirement mix. Um, and, and those same people need to consider uh, what they're going to do if their balances continue to drop, which very well may be the case. For example, uh, you know, half a million dollars in a 401k, if that already dropped down to 400000 uh, what's your game plan going to be if it drops to 300,000? Mm -hmm. Will you be able to have that 300,000 last the rest of your, you know, your entire retirement? And it's really financial professionals out there like myself who, you know, we, we don't have a crystal ball. None of us do. No. We, we can't predict what's going to happen next, but we, we've certainly studied history and we know what works and what does not work when it comes to, to, to mapping out our retirement income strategies uh, because we know how to get them to uh, have the best chance of lasting throughout your entire lifetime, regardless of these crazy stock market cycles. So, so if you feel like now is a good time to get that second opinion, give my office a call and uh, we'll set up a time to chat about it this week. And it's completely complimentary, Chris. So there you go. If you are concerned with how the market has been performing lately, and I would venture to say a lot of people out there are certainly concerned, especially those in that retirement red zone, Pick up the phone, give a call, schedule a time to speak with Jim and start putting plan in action to, you know, mitigate some of that stress that you may be feeling as you approach into retirement. 610-894-7415. That's the number. 610-894-7415. You can go online if you want. RetireReadyFG.com. Schedule a time there as well because it's not just inflation. It's not just, uh, you know, the, the prospects of taxes going up in the future. We are very much in a bear market because it is down over 20%. But how long is that actually going to last? There was an article in the Wall Street Journal that says that despite the best attempts at predictions, nobody knows when or how it'll end. Like you said, no crystal balls. You should be wary of anybody who's using those crystal balls to to predict these sort of things. So the best thing that we can do, honestly, is to you know stop trying to predict the unpredictable and work on controlling what we can control. So let me ask you, Jim, because again, you've seen you know your your two thousands, you know the dot com bubble, the housing bubble. What do you see as controllable in these constantly volatile times? Yeah, and it's so true, Chris. The, believe me, these bear markets, they are no fun. No fun at all. Yeah. And look, when you're in your 30s, your 40s, uh, maybe your, your early 50s, um, nowhere near retirement, really, these bear markets are actually great mm -hmm. because you're actually able to buy in the stocks and mutual funds at lower cost, lower share prices. Uh, you know, Just like the, the people who are in their 60s right now, um, they benefited from the really low cost from when the market dropped and collapsed in 2008. Yeah. And they rode the wave all the way back up. Um, but, you know, look, what are what are investors who are now in their 60s? What are they supposed to be thinking about uh, as they're you know approaching retirement, as they're considering leaving the workforce? And, you know, they're just painfully peeking at their statements and watching their their nest eggs shrink. Um, well, it's times like this that, you know, no one can really predict where stocks are going. But the one thing that is predictable is that as the Fed continues to raise interest rates, I can tell you that fixed rate bonds are likely to continue losing value. I mean, mm -hmm. the, the SEC has even published bulletins on this topic to make investors aware that interest rates and fixed rate bond prices, they move in opposite directions. 
and uh, I've had people calling me from from the show and because uh, I've mentioned this in the past on the show and they they say, Jim, look, I don't have to worry about this because I don't have no bonds. And uh, <laughs> they come in and uh, I look at their statement and and they say, here's what I've got, Jim. And and I see it and it says uh, Vanguard 2025 fund mm-hmm. or target date fund. And, and then their wife has uh, here's my wife's statement. She has a, a TIAA life cycle 2030 fund. And he says, see, Jim, look, I was right. No bonds here. Right. <laughs> and then I, you know, pulled out the computer and I showed him the breakdown. Yeah. And, he, you know, these some of these people are really shocked to realize that, you know, in this guy's situation, 40 percent of his life savings was in these exact fixed rate bonds yep. that I've been talking about on the show, um, because uh, one of the, the, the main ingredients in those funds that uh, have 2025 in them or 2030 in those mutual funds, one of the main ingredients is bonds. Um, even if you have a TSP, if you're a government worker, you know, these are your L funds, the L with the year after it. Fidelity has similar funds to this as well. Uh, or if your mutual funds have the word balanced in it, um, you're seeing massive drops in the values because uh, a very large component is, in fact, bonds. So, look, as that Fed continues to raise the interest rates, your investments could be in jeopardy of more and more loss. So, uh, what I would do is, uh, you know, and this goes out to all of our listeners today, Chris, is uh, I'm going to offer a complimentary evaluation of your your uh, finances for you, your investments. You can either come into my Radnor office. I have a beautiful office right on Lancaster Avenue near Villanova University, not far from King of Prussia. Um, or I have a, a really nice Marlton office as well, which is across from the Whole Foods. Yep. It's on Route 73. And uh, we can even do a Zoom or if you have a quick question, we can do a phone call as well. And let's, uh, yeah, let's just take a look and see if there's any improvements that I could possibly make or suggestions or maybe a fresh new strategy that could suit you better. And I'm going to do this at no charge at all uh, for our 12 listeners today, Chris, because, look, they all worked really hard for this money. And it's just uh, uh, we don't want to just see it slipping away. Chris. Exactly. And it's all about being able to control what you can control and, you know, being able to look under the hood and see exactly how you are allocated right now. You've talked many times on the show about the uh, perils, I guess, for lack of a better term, of these target date funds, because they, they do have this, you know, this this bond exposure that a lot of people don't really know about. Because, you know, like you said, that example with that, that gentleman who came in, you know, it's got the, the pretty name and we're not beating on, you know, Vanguard or TIA or, you know, any of the companies that they, they all they're all kind of set up the same way. But you know, the, the devil's in the details, as they say, and, and what you don't know could be a big problem down the line, especially as, as bonds continue to have those unfavorable yields. So have that complimentary analysis run as a way of saying thank you, as, as Jim mentioned, you know, whether you it is uh, coming into the Radnor office, coming into the Marlton office, whether it is just that Zoom meeting, you know, uh, there's an infinite number of offices out there if you're comfortable just staying, you know, in the comfort of your own living room. That is okay. But uh, this is an important thing, I think, and Jim, I agrees with that. And that is why he wants to do it complimentary to you guys as a way of saying thank you for joining us this week. So give a call, get on this calendar, 610-894-7415 or go online to retirereadyfg.com. In late 2019, like in, in the, the final hours of the year, honestly, Congress passed the SECURE Act, which moved the age when you must take money from your IRAs and 401ks, those RMDs, from 70 and a half to 72. The Senate Finance Committee is currently working on SECURE Act 2.0, which could actually move the age up even further to 75. Now, if this passes by the end of the year, Jim, how would that benefit our listeners and would it change those retirement planning strategies? Well, Chris, I would absolutely love, love if the age at that required minimum distribution was pushed uh, from 72 to 75. And 
And I know most of our listeners know what RMDs or um, required minimum distributions are, mm -hmm. but for those who are unsure, just scratching their head a little bit, um, it's when we hit age 72, um, the IRS forces us to begin withdrawing money out of our IRA or 401k or 403b or TSP for the government workers or 457 plan for a lot of the city workers. Um, even these, those annuities from uh, our union workers. Uh, but it's roughly around 4% per year. It's around 3.91, let's say 4% per year of our prior year-end balance. Um, and that's where they start us uh, out as far as how much we need to withdraw. And we don't have to necessarily withdraw the money and then go to the store and, and spend it mm -hmm. on things we might not want or need. <laughs> um, but the IRS just wants us to withdraw so that they can collect their tax revenue That's right. from us. Because remember, every withdrawal we make from our retirement accounts is taxed as ordinary income, except for our Roth IRA withdrawals. And speaking of Roth IRAs, remember, these accounts don't have any required minimum withdrawals attached to them. Mm -hmm. uh, you will not get that letter in the mail when you're 72 asking you to start uh, taking money out. Uh, and this money is able to grow uh, you know, for, for quite some time, really the rest of our life um, and, and in the Roth IRA. Um, and we can pass on whatever we don't use to, right to our spouse. And uh, he or she can have that money invested for the rest of their life. Um, then the remaining balance that your spouse doesn't use, it doesn't end there at your spouse. Uh, anything that your spouse doesn't use can be inherited tax-free by your kids or grandkids, even your neighbor or a friend. Uh, and they have an additional 10 years of tax-free uh, growth potential, Chris. Not bad. No, a lot of upside there to, to those Roths. We've talked about them many a time. And, and again, you may be listening and, and talking about these RMDs and people say, well, I, I don't need the money, but... Again, that R stands for required. Even if you don't need the money, the government does. They need their taxes. Um, they need to collect what they, what they can on those taxes. So let, let me ask you here, if they push the, the age up where they have to, where people have to start taking these RMDs, it means that they have to wait. You know, at this point, it would be three years to collect those taxes. What is, what is the upside here? What is the, the benefit to the government? Because there's always a rub, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the benefit to the government is um, r really that... <laughs> They're not going to have people out on the streets later in life because people are living into their 90s. Mm -hmm. um, like my my grandmother's 95 and she's fine. My, my grandfather made it one month shy of 97. So I think they're just adjusting to the the uh, the timelines that, uh, you know, based on life expectancies. Okay. But, um, you know, that that Roth is just something so powerful because you can have. You know, you can literally have money in there growing for 30 years, 40 years, mm -hmm. 50 years when you combine both spouses and then 10 more years for your beneficiaries. So that's why I make it a, a point to mention the powers of that Roth IRA just about in every show. Um, also, you know, there, there seems to be some misconceptions floating around about Roth IRAs that I wanted to, to clear up. Okay. Some, some people think that um, if you make too much money, that, um, that you can't get money into a Roth. There's just no way, no how. Um, but you know, there's no longer any of those income restrictions or limitations, uh, in order to convert your IRA or your 401k money into a Roth. There used to be, uh, but now there's not, they eliminated those. Um, you can also be any age. I've had people say, Jim, I can't do that. I'm under 59 and a half or Jim, I can't do that. I'm over 72. It doesn't matter when it comes to converting some of your regular, uh, pre-tax, IRA or 401k money and converting that to a Roth. So it's really just a 
financial professional like myself. I'm also an accredited investment fiduciary. Um, I'm able to guide you um, and to see if it makes sense with your particular situation to switch some over to a Roth. Um, because look, if you believe deep down that our nation has, has a problem with debt uh, <laughs> and that taxes are going to be likely to go up in the future, uh, and believe me, this is exactly what I'm thinking is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we already know that the Trump tax cuts, they're ending in three years. So taxes are definitely, without question, going up, scheduled to go up in 2026 for sure. Uh, but taxes could, could keep going up much more than that, like back to the rates they were in the 1960s and 1970s. So this is definitely a valid concern because if all of your money or a good portion of it is sitting in a 401k or IRA that has yet to be taxed, then you could very well end up losing a, a much larger portion of your balance from higher tax rates down the road. Um, so if you'd like to set up a chat about this uh, with me and we can see what we can do, um, you know, let's just see what makes the most sense for setting up a, a good, strong tax plan for you. Um, give my office a call right now. We can set up a time and we can chat about it this upcoming week. And uh, we can meet at my Radnor office, Marlton office on a Zoom. Or even if you have a, some quick questions on the phone, I'm happy to cater to those. And I'll do this all uh, free of charge, Chris, all complimentary. Again, so the number to get in touch, schedule that time, 610-894-7415. It's not just markets that you need to concern yourself with, although that is the major talking point, I think, if you turn on any of the financial channels, you say is market volatility and how that is performing. Taxes is going to be a huge factor in your retirement if you don't take those into account. Can be as, uh, I don't want to be, I don't want to make it sound like I'm being overly dramatic, but it could be devastating to your retirement account if you don't plan for taxes. As you mentioned, even if they don't increase taxes down the line once the, the Trump tax cut, uh, you know, sunsets. And that's a big if them reverting to the Obama-era tax rate, that is an increase without them explicitly saying they're raising taxes. It's another thing that happened with Secure Act 1.0, I guess we can call it that now, Mm -hmm. the elimination of the stretch IRA, uh, where beforehand, any beneficiary that wasn't your spouse, correct me if I'm wrong, they could take their time depleting that that account. They could could take it out at their own leisure, right? Over their lifetime, yeah. So it's a way they raise taxes because now they squished it all into 10 years Mm -hmm. and uh, taking out 10 slices of that uh, or, you know, larger portions of that IRA over 10 years, of course, is going to that increase taxes for sure. So they're uh, they're they're pretty clever about finding ways to increase taxes without them outright saying uh, they are they're doing so or or having a tax increase. So uh, if you can do these Roth conversions and again, finding the right way to go about it, it's not as simple as taking your entire nest egg and converting it, doing it methodically over time, if that even is the right move. Because, again, delaying this uh, RMD age is, is great from 72 to 75 if this happens. But if you can find ways to get yourself in as tax-free a situation as possible and not have to even worry about them, uh, you know, all the better for it. So have that conversation with Jim. Get on his calendar. Pick up the phone. Give a call, 610-894-7415 or online, retirereadyfg.com. Social Security, another thing that happens uh, that people, I think, neglect to take into account in the working world but becomes obviously a, a big factor uh, as they enter into retirement. And you've often said putting off claiming Social Security benefits can result in substantially higher monthly payments later on. But if somebody's filing late, they have to take into account that break-even point where the the money that they could have been getting early, you know, uh, were offsets. How long does it take on average for someone to break even 
or that missed money. Yeah, and I, I got to say, Chris, delaying Social Security is probably one of the most difficult things uh, for folks to do who are in their 60s. Sure. I mean, a lot of people out there daydreaming about their retirement. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of, but the Social Security, it's kind of like having a, like a slice of delicious chocolate cake, you know, sitting right in front of you, and you're you're forcing yourself not to dig into it. Uh, you know, like one of those mind over matter sort yeah. of things. But, but delaying Social Security, uh, yeah, you're going to be trading money in that you could uh, have otherwise gotten now, and you're exchanging that for a, a higher Social Security payment in the future for really the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why you kind of have to do some math there, right? There is some math involved because you got to look at the numbers. For example, if you were born in 1960 or later, the average Social Security benefit is $1,661. But you're going to shrink that check by 30% if you claim it as early as you can at age 62, okay, um, as opposed to waiting until your, your full retirement age of 67. And on the flip side of that, your, your 1661 bucks, um, that would increase all the way up to around $2,060 per month, but you gotta wait till 70 uh, instead of collecting at 67. Uh, and there's some folks out there that are gonna say, well, geez, between 62 and 70, I would have missed out on eight years of monthly payments, so that would be ninety-six checks of uh, of one thousand one hundred sixty-three dollars that that you know you would be uh, giving up, and that would total one hundred and eleven thousand six hundred and forty-eight dollars. So you would need around one hundred and twenty-four and a half Social Security payments uh, in order for that extra eight hundred ninety-seven bucks each month to make up for that missed. One hundred and eleven thousand six hundred forty-eight dollars. Okay. Yeah. So it's, the bottom line here, I know we can get lost in those numbers, but <laughs> you know the bottom line is that you would have to live until around age eighty-one to break even. Okay. Um, and to, and to start being on the plus side by waiting until age seventy to begin uh, Social Security um, instead of waiting um, till just age sixty-two. But after eighty-one, um, that's that's where it really does kind of. The, the growth becomes substantial, right? Because that's a nine hundred dollar swing from sixty two to to seventy. So from then on out, you are you are making you know nine hundred dollars more than you would have had you started claiming you early. Got it. You nailed it. Yeah, it, it's exponentially more. Once you hit that eighty one, you're just raking in extra cash day. You know every every check that you wouldn't have otherwise had. And you know there's some people out there that do make valid points, and they say, look, Jim, I, I'd rather enjoy my life in, in my sixties and collect that check and, and go on trips with it. Uh, explore the world and, you know, maybe not have to tap into my 401k as much. So, you know, so they feel that, you know, it's better to begin at 62, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, but as you can see, you know, the, even though the math is the math, um, none of us know how long we're going to live. So that's that's what makes it so difficult in, in deciding when to begin collecting. So look, if you're looking for a hand with this stuff, I, I can run a social security report. Um, which will show you multiple scenarios, and I can do this complimentary. Uh, all you have to do is give us a call, and um, I will personally run one of these reports for you, or I'll personally meet with you, um, and I'll personally have a call with you. All complimentary, Chris. If you have questions or concerns about reaching your retirement goals, then give the Retire Ready Financial Group a call, 610-894-7415, or visit us online at retirereadyfg.com. Retire Ready Wealth Management is not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Retire Ready Wealth Management is licensed in your state, please call 610-704-2792. 
Retire Ready Wealth Management is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through James Cipriati, Pennsylvania Insurance License 366900. 